Live from New York, it's the show that is not hiring Doc Rivers as our fourth panelist. No, but he's going to consult for Bruce position to see what happens. Uh oh. <laughs> first things first. Today, is there a chance that the first things first bowl, Ravens Chiefs, turns into a blowout in favor of Broussard? Meanwhile, Brock Purdy, fresh off of a game winning drive. But does his spotty play have the 49ers on upset alert? And finally, wow, do I have this right? A special double edition of the best segment in all of sports next year's. Oh my goodness, alongside Chris yeah. Broussard and Kevin Wiles, uh, describe this special double edition. Well, the committee was so impressed by my historical edition of Mahomes Mountain mm-hmm. that after we were adjourning last night, they said, hey, what about a historical tier? Wow. And we said, <laughs> you, you know what? You, you we went can deep into the history. Well, I, I give you. Well, well, you don't have a nine-member committee for nothing. And you guys got to earn their money. Stay tuned. Uh, we start with the first things first, Bull. It's the game and also the Monday show that we're trying to drive you towards. Broussard's Ravens versus Knicks Chiefs with me rooting from the parking lot. Ravens have Bon jovi several playoff teams. Seen a million faces and they've rocked them all. I, I didn't even it. like that. Yeah, okay, nobody, nobody did. Yeah. People from New Jersey loved it. Yeah. Uh, they've won nine games against winning teams uh, by more than two touchdowns. Wow. Texans, Browns. That is wild. Lions, impressive. I know. Also, I don't think they're worried about the NFC Championship. Like, oh, we beat them by a combined 46 points. Uh, <laughs> all right, so do you want to go first here, Brew? Kick sure. us off. Could the Chiefs actually get blown out? Nick, I don't even hate to tell you this. It's on the table. It is on the table. And I assume you're going to say this, and you should. I know you do your homework. You probably know. Mahomes has only been blown out four times in his career. Mm. Did you know that? Yeah, of course. Okay. I did. 18 points by Buffalo in 20, the year they were struggling. Remember, they were it happened, three and four. It, it happened point. twice in quick succession right. that year. 24 by yeah. Tennessee. I don't know how yeah. in the world that happened. Uh, 22 in the Super Bowl to yeah. Brady and the Buccaneers. And 15 this year. This year yeah. to Russell Wilson. All it took was five turnovers. Now, what is a blowout two touchdowns or more? Sure. Because yeah. I'm, I'm feeling like about two touchdowns. I'm feeling like what? about two touchdowns. Wait, hold on. Wait, hold on. Hold on. Hold on. I'm, I wanna... I'm, I, you, my, obviously, my official pick is going to be the Ravens. Well, you say but obviously. I'm feeling you like Super Bowl picks like people nah, change nah, socks. No, no, no. I've been with the Ravens yeah. all year. When you and Greg were like, Greg Jennings will be here later, <laughs> we're like, nah, they're not even making the playoffs. Mm-hmm. I was with the Ravens. That's but right. here's the thing. This, this I feel like, okay. will be the Ravens game plan. All right? Run the ball. The Chiefs are vulnerable against the run, as we saw with Buffalo. Run the ball, and the the Ravens happen to be the best run game in the league, and you've got the most dangerous or unique runner in the league in in Lamar Jackson. So run the ball, eat up clock, limit Mahomes' possessions, Mm -hmm. and then you got to get some stops. You get some, and that defense is capable yeah, of getting some stops. So when he does have the ball, get some stops. So, yeah. And then, of course, Lamar throwing uh, advantageously. And Lamar doesn't make a lot of turnovers, Not only true. seven interceptions this year. And the Chiefs are high on turnovers. Only they, six teams have more no, turnovers. No, during the regular season in particular, the it was a disaster in the first playoff game. They had one turnover. I didn't really care. It's when they were running. It was 40 seconds left right. in the game, backup running back. But the turnover against Buffalo could have lost could've, them the game. Yes. It was, and so, so they had a lot uh, of takeaways. And, yeah. and Baltimore Scott gets a lot. They led the league, obviously, in right. takeaways. And the Chiefs so are, there's a formula there. So it, yeah. I'm not – like I said, I'm feeling like about two touchdowns. So that right? – all right, Wilds, you're going to yeah. have to keep me honest here. Because I was a little upset about the question when it was – is this possible? Mm-hmm. Now that Brew is leading the audience and us to believe it's not only possible, he thinks, but probable. Is it probable? That the, it sounds like he's I saying haven't made my that they're going like, to score. Yeah. I, I definitely got the Ravens winning. It sounds like you're but saying I'm, that I'm they could thinking. lose by more than 10. 
That you oh, think it's on the board. That, 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 for sure. And, it's but on then you're the gonna table. pick them yeah. to okay, so it's here, definitely on the table. So this is a centerpiece. And, and where I'm saying this is I'm where sure this is where I'm saying Wilds, keep me honest, because Wilds had a nice pep talk with me the other day that said I need to be less angry at times when we're talking about the Chiefs. And it's not that I'm angry, <laughs> I'm just frustrated that I'm always right and no one listens. Sure. And so that, that causes frustration. I was listening. Uh, and this is disrespectful and it's ridiculous. So, Brew was correct in the amount of times, but you can kind of segment the Mahomes, I mean, era, the Mahomes eras, or the Mahomes era uh, into three buckets if we could show it. So, up until the Super Bowl against Brady, Pretty good. they never got blown out. Forget the record. Just look at the 14-point lower. The first time he ever got blown out was the Super Bowl against Brady. From that moment through their next seven games, it happened three times. It was the Chiefs' version of a Super Bowl hangover, if you will. And then from once they got through it, since then it has happened once against a team that, dare I say, they had overlooked because they had beaten 16 straight times. Division and they, opponent? But, Bru, when you they were on, it was one, of the, it was one of the longest winning streaks in NFL history against a division opponent. They're not they, thinking about that. Okay, well, I'm, I'm telling you when no one – Because they had nothing to do with those Bru, 16 games. Or, you know, well, they, they did, them, though. They had many they, But – no one on the Chiefs had ever lost to the Broncos, and they turned the ball over five times. I don't think that's going to be their mindset going into this game. Now, I want to be very clear here. I do not think the Chiefs will blow out the Ravens because if we can show it to you now, the Chiefs and Ravens have something in common. They never get blown out. So this is over the last 50-some games. The Chiefs and Ravens are the two teams in the league that it's only happened to once. But this is where I get frustrated, Wilds. Brew's right when he says you don't win the Super Bowl every year. That is correct. But here is what does happen every year. The Chiefs' season starts in the AFC Championship game. That's right. And an awful year, the worst imaginable year, they go 0-1 with an overtime heartbreaking loss. Mediocre, disappointing years, they go one and one. And the and the other years they go two and zero, and they celebrate that two and zero season with a parade that we attend. That's it. So the idea that they are going to start their season by getting blown out, it's not on the board. It is not and I don't care to be honest that the Ravens have blown out a lot of teams. They and I and I want to also be clear on this. I am not saying what I said against Buffalo. Against Buffalo, I thought it was and Miami unfathomable that the Chiefs lose the game. I think the Ravens are a worthy competitor with a great all-around team, a champion coach, and I think Lamar will eventually get over the Super Bowl hump, and it could happen this year. But I, I, a blowout is not on the board. Let me show you. And and look, two touchdowns. I I guess that that's that's a blowout. Sure. Okay. Let me show you some history since you brought up the Chiefs' history. Oh. Well, these are the mm-hmm. the nine the te- nine teams, including the Ravens. So the eight other teams oh, that's pretty good. have blown out six or more teams with winning records in the season all went to the Super Bowl. That's good. That's and in the record. last 39 years since 1985, they've all won the Super Bowl. Yeah. So that speaks. There's a little history. Oh, but that too. speaks to that speaks to if the Ravens can win the game. I think the Ravens well, can, can win, win the game. I don't think they will. I do not think it is on the board of potential outcomes that the Chiefs get blown out. Right. Can, I I, yeah. can I show you another graphic? And I'll ask you this question. It's a trap. Oh, Thanks for the warning. Well, I'm just trying to be a good teammate. <laughs> do you think Mahomes is going to play poorly? No. Me neither. Do you think that he's going to have a passer rating of, let's say, 80 or more? 80. I think he Not could, like be, 120. could be in the 80s. Yeah, it'd be in the 80s. Well, every game that they've had with Mahomes with a passer rating of 80 or more, they've won. So I know we're, I'm trying. it's right. hard for us on TV to try to – That s- was a trap. That was a great Is that trap. this, year? I, 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 that's this that's year? This that's season. this year. So there, if Look, there's no chance Mahomes is going to be bad – Well, there must be a And he's definitely going to ha- have a passer rating of 80 percent or more uh, – 80, 80 or more. Yep. They're going to win. And there, when none of us think he's going to go in this, there and lay can, an egg can, or throw the ball around carelessly. Can we at least admit this is a different Chiefs season? This has but, not been the typical Chiefs season. But that's this season. No, but, but, what, I'm, but I'm just saying, like, 
I, this is a unique – we've never seen this from so, Patrick Mahomes and the Chiefs. Yeah, but playoff Patrick Even a year the when they did struggle early, obviously they were great late, but the offense got so, clicking. The no, offense – I don't even think it's been – Incredible in the playoffs. It's been better, obviously, well, but they did play some injury-depleted injury teams. I, the, the, so, again, I, the, the, I am going to get irritated on the injury-depleted stuff. But it is Turn true. It the, uh, no, it because, is listen, true. The, here's what's not going to happen leading into the Chiefs-Ravens game. People t- making pre-excuses for the Chiefs because, oh, Ravens on a rest advantage, which they are. Oh, the Chiefs, it looks like they have one all-pro on offense this year, Joe Tooney. He's supposed well, to miss the game. And that'll and be so, big if Tooney's out. Yeah, of course they matter, but the pre-excuses of as if the Bills were having excuses made as if they had no chance despite the fact they were the favorites. Mm-hmm. And so I just – so I that part I'm not b- buying into. What I am buying into is that I think you have to give some ground on is – it is a different Chiefs team, but that cuts both ways. Because this Chiefs team, because of the defense, Mahomes could be slowed and they win. I wasn't it, that impressed with the, the defense last weekend. Okay, I thought they got ran on. Okay, Brew, that's fine, but over I the, do you they r- did. right. Okay, so And you, then they there were some pass plays had the Bills made. Okay. They passed Brew, them too. Brew, that's but we luckily we are now to the 19th game of the season or 20th for the Chiefs, I guess. No, 19, uh, yeah, 20th for the Chiefs. Brew, do the Chiefs have a great defense? It's a very good defense. The, yes. I mean, the, the, do the Ravens have a great defense? Ravens have a great. Defense. Okay, well, the Chiefs and Ravens defense by every metric is damn near identical. So if one's great, the other's great. One, one was the, historical, and so the. Historical in what regard? The first team ever to lead the league in scoring defense, sacks, and takeaways. The, okay, so okay, that was, so it's that's the, the Ravens, right? Not but, the Chiefs. No, I understand that, but that is a difference of three sacks and .8 points Whatever per game. Whatever the case, the, I mean, okay. the difference in Buffalo right. and the Kansas the, City being here is three points. The, fair enough. I'm just saying I, the, the idea that there is not an added element of. They don't have to score 30 on this Ravens team to win, I think is an important element. Patrick Mahomes is not losing. I'm just going to say it. Okay, you had had, today was your day to pick. I'm not picking against Patrick Mahomes. I'm not picking against LeBron. Listen, Brew. In the playoffs, maybe this year I will. he's only picking against Patrick Mahomes when they go up against juggernauts like Bailey Zappi. And the Am New I not allowed Patriots. to root for my own team? <laughs> <laughs> Lamar has played Mahomes four times. Chiefs are 3-1. and one, And Mahomes has thrown four. Checking the notes here. 1,500 yards, 12 touchdowns, and only two interceptions. Lamar was asked about competing with Patrick, and here's what he said. I don't like competing against him at all. <laughs> uh, but, yeah, I mean, he's a great quarterback. Um, definitely a Hall of Famer. Uh, it's not even a, it's a no-brainer. He's definitely a Hall of Famer. Um, but it, it's just – I believe it's just two, two, two greats, um, up-and-coming greats, just going toe-to-toe, you know, like a heavyweight fight. I like that. I like that. that was, <laughs> I like, that I like his authenticity. <laughs> And it does feel like you're underrating Mahomes. When you say he's definitely a Hall of Famer. Like, yeah. <laughs> like oh, yeah, you think? But um, Do you want ahead. the question? Yes. Officially. Brew, is Lamar Mahomes the real Manning-Brady rivalry? I, I'll, it's certainly more Manning-Brady than Josh Allen and Mahomes is. All right? And here's why. We're, we all presume that Lamar is going to win his second MVP. So you got two guys with MVP. Mm-hmm. Both of them have two MVPs. Both of them have two all-pro recogni- you know, uh, awards. And obviously they've been multiple you know, to pro-, pro Bowls. So you can throw Joe Burrow, Mahomes in there, and obviously Burrow beat him in the playoffs. Maybe C.J. Stroud will emerge. Who knows? You know, so there are other potential – there are other yes. – battles that could end up being Brady, man. We'll see how it ends up. But this is definitely more than Josh Allen Mahomes because Josh Allen, all he has is two Pro Bowls. Thank you. And I think he's great, you know, but two Pro Bowls, that's it. It, it, It's It's not even close. So, listen, it's a better question because Lamar has some real pelts on the wall. There's there's two different types of real accolades, in my opinion, in the NFL. Postseason success Mm -hmm. and – High-level individual honors. Lamar has is now two-time. From the individual honors perspective, he has the same trophy case as Mahomes, right. or he will here in a couple weeks, right? They have two MVPs. So it's closer, but I – and this is not disrespectful to Lamar. I don't think Mahomes has a rival. 
That's correct. It's it's a Tiger Phil situation. It's a Gretzky right Lemieux Messier situation where there is a clear cut, unquestioned best, and then that doesn't mean they win every year. That doesn't, you know what I mean? That doesn't mean you're going to go undefeated against these guys. Doesn't mean their trophy <clears throat> case is going to be empty. But there's not a rivalry, and this is the problem with the contemporary when people bring up Brady Manning. People have totally forgotten that for 15 years. That was a real argument. So that that, that it wasn't like – so if if I can just remind people of the history of it, Brady, up until 06, Brady had the three championships. It was 2-0 against Peyton. But Peyton at that point had two league MVPs, and there was real question of, okay, Brady's good, but is he great? Like that was a real question at that point. Then Peyton beat him in 21-3 comeback, went to the Super Bowl. And from that moment forward – Brady lost to him twice in the playoffs, and they played in Denver. Brady didn't win another Super Bowl until eight years later. Peyton went to another one, went to another one in Denver. And then when the day Peyton Manning retired, the Super Bowls were 4-2, Peyton or Brady, the MVPs were five to two. Peyton and Peyton was up three to two in the playoff matchups the day he retired. And it was like, well, there was a real argument. The problem is after he retired, mm-hmm. Brady went to right. three straight Super Bowls, went to another one a couple years later, won another league MVP, and distorted the argument. But during Brady, during the entirety of Peyton Manning's playing career, there was a real debate who was right. better. That is not the case with Patrick Mahomes, if anyone's having an honest, real debate about it. So I don't think would, there is that right. Would you say this? If, if the Ravens win this game, Lamar plays well, and the Ravens go on to win the Super Bowl, do you think then it becomes a rivalry? I, I think it is. I think that if Lamar wins the game, it is a rivalry in the way Mahomes Burrow. I consider that a rivalry, but as far as, hey, he beat you, you got to go beat him, all that stuff. I don't consider it a a rivalry where the stakes are the best quarterback in the world. I don't think that title's up for grabs for the time being. I I, I mean, I, I would agree with that, but I do. Look, if Lamar gets the Super Bowl, now you've got, he's got one fewer Super Bowl than Mahomes. And to the same number of and, and, MVPs. And Mahomes would have, because this is their first time playing in the playoffs, Mahomes right. wouldn't have beaten him in the playoffs. So, yes, it would at least be you could posit the I think people argument. would be ta- – now, I, I think everybody still recognize Mahomes. For the most part, is the best player in the league. But I think, like, going into next year, he would have it would to be like prove it next year the two again. best quarterbacks yes. in the league. Yes. Let's see. I agree with that. Okay. Uh, Raven safety Marcus Williams joined Kay Adams and lobbed. A small amount of trash talk, like a, like a sample size that you get at Whole Foods. Uh, take a listen. I think, you know, we can match up against anybody, and they got to come in here and see us. I mean, they got to see us, right? It's not like, oh, we're – no, they got to come into the bank, and they got to play us at the end of the day. So they got to prepare just as much. I don't know if that counts. <laughs> I mean, that, bro, we've seen Mahomes thrive on bulletin board material. I feel I don't consider the board is sensitive. Uh, well, that's I a great wait, point. No, hold on, you don't know what's going to happen. No, I just, just this is just out here to inform Brew's answer to the question you're going to ask. Brew, him. is this a good idea? Which I don't consider that trash talk. But if we, I, I don't trash really consider talk. that trash talk. No. Uh, what I'll say is this. If the Ravens do, I don't expect them to talk trash. If they do, it will not. Give me pause. Oh, it will not make me worry. It will not board. make what are you, me scared. See, really? That's why I brought this it, out. It will not. No. It's a the graveyard. Ravens, see, the Ravens are not a silly franchise. True. When they talk trash, if they talk trash, they know what they're doing and they're prepared to back it up. When the Cowboys talk trash, that's just what they do. That's their culture, yeah. and they're not going to necessarily back it up. Mm-hmm. All right? The Bills, when they talk trash, what their culture is shaky. That's what they do. They're not necessarily okay. going to back it up. When the Niners went to the Eagles and talked trash, guess what? They weren't worried. They backed it up. So, I'm not – I don't – Ravens aren't going to come out and just start a boatload of trash. But I'm just saying, if they do, this thing is going to be settled on the field. So, and I, it's not going to be because they said something. So, listen, I, I think up. the Ravens are a smart team that desperately wants to win this game, which is why they're being so cautious with oh. their words. You heard what Lamar said. Lamar could not have been more complimentary. I did not think Marcus Williams 
was in saying bulletin board worthy things, which is why he is not on the board. Okay. Roquan Smith will play you the sound. Roquan flirted with it, looked at it, was getting ready to buy it a drink, and then said, you know what, I'm not going to do it. Hear from Roquan okay. Smith. He puts his pants on just like any, any other quarterback. Yes, he's an elite quarterback, but at the end of the day, we're an elite defense, and that's, that's our job, to stop the opposing offense, and that's, what we're, that's our job, play in and play out, and that's what we got to do. See, so it's smart. Exactly right, which is why he's not on the board. Do you and think I'm that was even you, flirty? That, well, when he this said is he just puts who his they pants are. on the way everybody else does, he could have gone a, one that's direction. That's a literal the, fact. Okay, well, we don't, do we know that? I'm not sure. <laughs> and so here, so the point I'm making is, thus far, the Ravens have been very smart. The Ravens have avoided what is, you know, indeed – Maybe Sirianni's career, A.J. Brown's time in Philly, who knows? I mean, Micah Parsons' podcast, Josh Allen, Deion Dawkins. I mean, Colin Coward, I, don't, I mean, he's doing he's well, doing but still, well. come he's on, Greg fine. Jennings a lot. Okay. The only person who's still on there is Chauncey Gardner-Johnson. And that's because he switched conferences, went to Detroit. Off. So we'll see. in a few days. So, yeah, it's smart. Thus far, they're playing it well. It's not Friday. But it's a good tease. Early Are edition? the 49ers on upset alert wow. next on First Things First in Fox Sports Radio on Sirius XM? Welcome back to an electric show. George Kittle, four catches for 81 yards and a touchdown from Brock Birdie in a win against the Packers. Kittle not trying to hear the pessimism around Brock, who is headed back to the NFC Championship, telling McAfee Brock is fantastic. And he's consistent every single day. Second-year player and second time in the NFC Championship. That's what everybody does in their first two years, right? Greg Jennings joins us. Looking at him and Mark Sanchez. That's it. Okay, he's uh, on the squad. Sanchez Sorry. never had Sorry. these numbers. Uh, okay, okay. All right. he, he didn't. What can Purdy prove with a win? Sadly, Wilds to the naysayers, oh. the haters, nothing. Oh. I, I don't think there's anything he can do because San Francisco is supposed to win. San Francisco is at home. Even if Debo is, is out, I, people still won't be impressed, the naysayers at least. If you're not impressed by him going 3-0 and in the playoffs, you know, the game against Philly, he got hurt sure. early. So I'll say 3-0 and in games he started and finished That's in the playoffs. That's as real as in his third-team pro. In two record. years, okay, three and one. Okay, yeah, in two years, he has already won more playoff games than some people's MVP this season. Dak Prescott no, has done MVP. in eight seasons. It's Lamar, too. I'm talking about Dak Prescott yeah, well, in eight seasons. And he's equaled Lamar. He's, because no. he's already won more playoff games. And he's won more playoff games if, than Lamar. Fine. Then that, that yeah. too, should impress you. All right? If throwing for 300-plus and three TDs in your first playoff game ever doesn't impress you, I don't know what will. If going eight touchdowns, no picks against Dallas and Philadelphia this year doesn't impress you, I don't know what will. I've contradicted myself. All right? I think, Nick, I, and you, you're in that camp too. I think I have something that might impress you oh, that's or might change your mind. If it is an absolute shootout and Purdy's playing well the whole game and obviously uh, 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 Goff is playing well the whole game and the San Francisco can't stop him, but Detroit is leading late and Purdy, who's played well the whole game, leads a game-winning comeback win. Will that impress you? I, I, Will that prove I told anything? You I wasn't, you, you're operating from the perspective that I was not impressed by his game-winning drive you, this week. I was impressed by the no, game-winning drive. But unfortunately, if I have an amazing dessert, but the first the six courses made me vomit a few times to the side <laughs> of the table, I'm not going to say that was a great meal. I was impressed by the baked Alaska, but unfortunately, there have been a lot. Were the you impressed by Montana with the catch? So the, I know you weren't no, born yet. Bro, I understand that. Because he had three interceptions but this is, and four fumbles. This is where fumbles. we get – Three interceptions and a fumble before no, the catch. Great no, but this is where this is where and he wasn't times, Joe Montana. Bro, you get you get mad at me because I think much like with Jimmy Garoppolo that you believe. No just, wait, wait a moment. That you believe Brock Purdy's awesome. 
Because I've you, never said that. No, <laughs> correct. You have never said that. But what you do is say he might be the MVP of the league. Yeah. And then just now you he say, hey, here's where it reminded me of Joe Montana. Mm-hmm. So, listen, to answer the question, which was not what would it take to impress Nick Wright, it's what he can prove. What he can prove is that he, at the very least, can take the Niners as far as Jimmy Garoppolo did. Thank you. That's what Jimmy Garoppolo that, didn't take him anywhere. I agree. Jimmy Garoppolo in I, his six playoff games it, had four bro, touchdowns, six. Bro, you weren't was, saying Jimmy that. Garoppolo you weren't saying that when no, Jimmy Garoppolo. That's not fair. Never and threw for two hundred thirty-five yards I know in a all this. Game. I was saying it to you <laughs> when you were putting up that ridiculous graphic. <laughs> no, the graphic is the graphic a lie. No, but that's the point. It's true. Yes. Oh, and so oh, all I said was about Jimmy Garoppolo is he wins. Okay. What I'm saying about Brock Purdy is he wins and he puts up numbers. Okay, so hold on real quick. Sorry, Greg. So he wins and he puts up numbers. Is he awesome? No. Okay, well, then, 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 then why not? We're the same, bro. That's amazing. He's a good quarterback. Why not? Why not? It don't erase Jack. It don't erase Jack. No, I'm not saying he's I'm going to say what I feel, which is he's a very good quarterback. Okay. And y'all need to stop giving right. him short shrift. Right. You agree with them. Exactly. You're saying the same he's thing. So then, just saying, so then, so I then don't me, agree let, with them. Bro, let me ask you this. Let me ask you, you this. Are, he's, look, he's not uh, Patrick Mahomes, okay. Lamar Jackson, Josh yeah. Allen, Joe Burrow. He's not Let's those Let's go down guys. a longer list. But look, he's still a very it, good quarterback. Since you did it, Greg, you tell me. Because this is, and I, Wilds hates these discussions, <laughs> but I love them. Oh. Which is... Would the Niners be in a worse position? Tell me the quarterback when I name them. You're like, nope, they'd be worse off with that I guy. sure will. Mahomes, Lamar, Allen, Burrow, Herbert. That, 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 we Jer- know wait, those guys. Hold on. I'm not, I, I've got a lot more names. Goff, Hurts, C.J. Stroud, Matt Stafford. We're at nine. Trevor Lawrence. First of all, we're not. Uh, we, we, right, Trevor Lawrence. No, get him out. I'm asking, I'm asking <laughs> Greg Jennings. You guys, uh, you guys I know where that's fine. Think about the, the situation the, he would be in. Neither of the height, we don't even Trevor know. Hold on, Kirk, Kirk, Kirk Cousins. Dak Prescott. Okay, right now we're Dak at 12. Dak Prescott. You think Brock Purdy's the one that than you Dak said, Prescott? The one that you said wet the bed in the playoffs? Yeah. Yeah, no, because because uh, Brock Purdy does right. not wet the bed in the playoffs. He did. Okay, I he, saw he, the he, game. No, what wet the bed was the wet ball oh, okay. and the rain. Uh, and even then, uh, even then, he played much better than Jordan Love. Uh, but everybody's giving you love. He played much yes, get to Jordan Love. Yes, he had a higher pass rate, threw for more yards. Jordan Love right. didn't have any so interceptions. Greg's at Kyler, y'all tripping. All right, that's uh, Aaron, Aaron Rodgers. Yeah, oh, Aaron Rodgers hasn't thrown for 300 yards see. in 24 games. Okay, so I, 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 mean, put, I put Brock Purdy, just so we know, because I will be very clear. I put Brock Purdy in the same class of quarterbacks as Tua Tungavailoa, Derek Carr, and Baker Mayfield. That is the caliber I think he is. So anyone that wants me on the record, do I think he's awesome? Do I think he's terrible? What I am? I will be very clear. Baker. I put him with Baker, Carr, and Tua in that class. They are going to be a chameleon to their surroundings. Better than Jimmy Garoppolo. Chameleon. Which well, I definitely but, better than Jimmy Garoppolo. Yes. Again, Jimmy Garoppolo never put up numbers like I know, like bro. I was, even, I was trying to make And they weren't even throwing years. the ball. The, I know. That's All I, I said was, was Jimmy Garoppolo right. wins, I, I, which he I, does. I, because I don't have to say anything. He completely agrees with no, no, this no, no, side no. of the table. I agree with y'all. You, there is, is he, nuance. You, y'all, is he is, awesome? Everything is in black and is white. Is he awesome? Awesome? You know what? He was a pro bowler. How about that? Oh. <laughs> <laughs> and I'm not talking about with injuries. Yeah. He is a legitimate pro bowler. Is he awesome? awesome. So he's all, he's, he's like, a very good quarterback. How about he's playing he's awesome? A very, he's playing awesome. There you go. Okay. <laughs> playing awesome. He's playing awesome. We always give him a life all right, can I ask, He's playing awesome. Can I ask awesome. the group yes. one more question? Yeah, go. If like Jordan that. at the end of that game, instead of throwing across oh, his body. Oh, another wait, hypothetical. The, yes, I'm asking a question. The show whole show is built on hypothetical. <laughs> Not really. The, if, if Jordan Love had executed a game-winning drive, do you think the Sam and the Niners had lost that game? It, Birdie had the final drive, but it played that way. Do you think the Niners are entertaining what? changing Already. quarterbacks this offseason? I got a two-word answer for you. All right, maybe it's three. Yeah. He didn't. That's it. I 
need to entertain right. if Jordan Love wouldn't have thrown it across his okay. body. He did throw it, it across it, his it, body, if, if Purdy, and Brock Purdy led Purdy the game winning drive. terribly this week and they lose, do you think it's 100% that he's the starter next year? L- let's let this thing play okay. out. So yes. So, yeah, you have to say yes. I don't have, I'm, 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 what if I learn from you? Don't answer his question. Good point. <laughs> I'm not answering your question. That's a good point. Let, I let the talking you, be done on the but field. You're the Brock and Purdy. Brock Purdy, know like, what I am is the, the voice of sanity. I don't wait the Where are the goal posts? Where are the goal posts? Because I feel like you're moving. I got the goal posts. In fact, I'm calling you OG. Old goal posts over there. It ain't for old gangsters. Original gangsters, old goal posts. Wow. 49ers Just say he's awesome, bro. He's playing awesome. Ask me what I think about Mahomes. He's playing awesome. He's a pro bowler. He was third team all pro. That's not a thing. You have to stop saying that. Neither is Jordan Love not throwing that interception. <laughs> 49ers roster is supposed to be a significant advantage for San Francisco, but not so fast, according to friend of the show, Colin Cowher. Take a listen. These Lions, they're a great story, too. But um, this roster, that pass rusher, that running back, that tight end, that safety, these weapons, Detroit can match San Francisco player for player. Not quite as old, but arguably just as good as just as deep. Okay. Greg, are the 49ers on upset alert? Of course. Absolutely. Without doubt, without question, they are on upset alert. We watch what they, what they put on tape mm-hmm. against the Green Bay Packers in the divisional round. The Detroit Lions, if they play that way, I'm not saying that they even will, can go in there and beat the 49ers. Look, Detroit, I think the margin of error for Detroit – is a lot less than it is for the 49ers. I don't think Detroit can go in there and blow them out by any means or by any stretch. But when you look at offense versus their defense, Detroit Lions can pose problems. They will not allow them to just get after the quarterback. They have a great offensive line. They have weapons around them. They can definitely run the ball the way that Green Bay was able to run the ball. Offensively, for the 49ers, they pose problems for Detroit in the passing game. We've, We've... Talk to that ad nauseum, but up front running running the ball, they they can stop the run. If Detroit can stop the run and force your is he awesome or not awesome quarterback? How about that? He's playing playing awesome awesome quarterback. If he forces them to throw the ball and he doesn't have success, absolutely Detroit can go on. They're not I mean, this is a tough game. Like I'm not I'm not writing on I mean, I think San Francisco wins clearly, but this is they're not on as much upset alert as the Ravens. The Chiefs have, a, you know, obviously a good chance against the Ravens. But this isn't like Niners-Green Bay. We're going into that game, it's like, no, they're, they're beating that. the Packers. Like, I think the Niners are clearly the better team, but they're going to have to win this game. They're yeah. going to have to, you know, they got to take them seriously. And you're right, if, if Detroit stops the run, then it gets interesting. Yeah. I'm not convinced they will. But if they do, that's when it really so, gets I, interesting. You're right. They, they have a great run defense. I'm, I'm just curious, just for the table. We can start with Brew, maybe. Um, aside from offensive line, <laughs> is there any spot where that you think the Lions are better than the Niners? Like any spot? Not like bet, the, not, Look, I, what I'll say, defense, no. no they can't play with no. them defensively. Special teams? The run game, while McCaffrey's the best running back, mm-hmm. they got a nice two-headed okay. so, monster. So you think Detroit. the Lions have the they better are, running Not run. better, okay, but no, they have right, a good so, – They have good. see, I don't break down asking. football like that by putting – who's the better quarterback? Who's the better but coach? If you were who's the better to, offensive who, who's the better No, I don't do that. But you, you can do that from your side of the table. I don't do that from my side of the table. Because every time the best quarterback and best coach play, they don't win. Of course, I'm just curious, but because no, Dak Prescott, I think, no. is better than Jordan Love. I don't, th- I don't know about that. So, but I, I, well, so you said he was MVP. The, I, yeah, exactly right. Just like you were, you Brock said Purdy is, awesome is, is playing. Awesome. I thought, yeah, I thought playing. So who, has, who has the best tight end because they're going to be essential in this game? Kittle. Okay, so you just broke it down. I didn't say what Colin said. No, that's no. Colin's statement. Don't I put know. that on I'm me. Just asking, I'm saying San Francisco. You just said you're going to break them down individually. Well, well, he, you guys be one position. He has, I'm just asking who has the better. They'll do tight ends. I got Brock Purdy. <laughs> you think Brock Purdy's better than Jared right Goff? Right now, I take Brock Purdy. Okay, that's all right, I wanted to know. I was on the record saying it with my chest. Flat footed. Why did you give me Brock? I didn't want to know. Because you give me an answer. You all throwing out all these hypotheticals. What if? What if Brock Purdy were six six? Nick Sirianni, Rough Landing. 
uh, lost six of his last seven, changed defensive coordinators midseason, and fired offensive coordinator Brian Johnson this week. <coughs> he spoke about all the changes today. Take a listen. But, you know, it'd be this very similar to what's going on right now. Um, you know, does that mean I'll sit more into defensive meetings at times? Maybe, right? Instead of always being in an offensive meeting, maybe I go to a defensive meeting here and there. Um, but my job is to be the head coach of the team, not the head coach of the offense, not the head coach of the defense, not the head coach of the special teams, but be the, be the head coach of the football team. And so that's building the culture. That's making sure the culture's, um, you know, working, you know, with our, our five. Okay, yeah. <laughs> Good decision. <laughs> I, I was done. Uh, Rue, your reaction to all this? Look, I guess are you asking, because you're supposed to ask, am I going to pick the Eagles next year? I don't know, bro. It's brand new. <laughs> are you picking the um, No. But I do think the Eagles right now, I think going into next season, I view them as one of the four best teams in the NFC. I think, and some of these might surprise you, I think there's going to be the Niners, of course, the Eagles, not in this order, Detroit, and Green Bay. I knew that was I think those four teams, and, you know, Dallas will be around there. But I like them in that group, so in that top tier in the NFC. But picking them, I mean, obviously it's early, but, no, I don't foresee myself picking them right now. Are you ready to write them off? Are you no, not, definitely no, no, not I'm not going to write them off. Okay. So, I'm not going to write them off. So I think you – maybe I was – maybe I – did you mention the Rams? No. Oh, I think the Rams could be a very dangerous team next year. They played mm-hmm. so many young guys. They played well. And, you know, those guys, yeah. you would expect them to get better. So many rookies, second-year guys. And if Car, – I'm sorry, if Stafford's healthy the entire year. No, I, I do not think it is wise to write off any team in the NFC except for, you know, the couple that are in perma-rebuild. Like Washington and Carolina and those teams, and maybe Washington gets the right the quarterback. Just the, came out of nowhere, drafted a quarterback. Yeah, that's what I said. Yeah, so maybe you get the right quarterback. Yeah, exactly right. And so the, the, yeah, maybe. And so I, mean, I, I, think, I, think, I think the NFC is too wide open mm-hmm. without a juggernaut. The teams that we like the most, I think, to a degree, a team like Green Bay is so young, it's hard to fully believe in them. A team with the best roster like San Francisco has a quarterback that even his most ardent supporters won't, you know, 10 toes down say is good. And so there's questions there. And the Cowboys should be the team, but how can anyone possibly believe in them? The Cowboys have the roster. They have the quarterback in the prime of his career. Stafford's a little old. Love's a little young. Purdy's a little small. Like, Dak should be the guy, but how could anyone possibly believe in them? So the Eagles are right there. The biggest question with the Eagles is, will the new defensive coordinator make the defense just mediocre, and will Jalen get closer to – two years ago than last year. It doesn't have to get back to two years ago, but closer. If they do that, they have the roster of an 11-12 win team. So I don't think they can be written off. Yes, and I'm shocked that you actually aren't picking them because after a season like this, uh, there's one one or two things that can happen. We can either blame who they're blaming, offensive coordinators, coaches, or you blame the players. Well, you just got rid of your coordinators, so the next – the next finger that's going to be pointed at someone is going to be the players. So you got players that are going to play motivated. And Jalen Hurts playing motivated and with, with a chip on his shoulder, knowing that he regressed this season, right. he's going to be a different player. And hopefully he's healthy for the season. So I think this team, will they'll bounce back. How much they'll bounce back, I'm not ready to say that. And I don't know if Sirianni would even say it, depending on how he's been talking. Not buying it. You're no, out on it. But top tier. When we saw the Lions like go like a rocket ship and miss the playoffs, we were like, wow, that momentum's going to carry. I don't know, like we saw the Eagles go you like this. the negative momentum can carry? Yeah, I just. It was serious. Coming up in nine short minutes. It's one of the best segments in all sports media. It's Nick's mm. Tears. It's a double. Yeah. A dynasty edition. Um, also coming up. On Monday, we're not 100% sure if the First Things First Bowl is the game or Monday's show. We're going to figure it out after the show. Uh, Check in on uh, Ravens, who have rolled playoff teams, Greg. Um, Lamar, look at all these wins, Greg. I'm going to go to you first. Here we go. Week one, demolished the Texans. Browns, Lions by 32, Seahawks by 34, Bengals by 14, the Prince, the 49ers, the Dolphins, and then the Texans again. So, Greg, is there a chance? We're just playing. It's again, it's a hypothetical if you want to sit this one out, bro. 
Is there a chance <laughs> the Ravens also blow out the Chiefs? Well, there's a recipe for them to be blown out. And it's we a have, yes. We've seen it. What is so it? I would have to say yes. Now, the likelihood, they, they typically don't get blown out. Yeah. But there is a recipe. What is it? And the recipe, I'm going to show you. Oh, okay. Recipe. Thanks. <laughs> if we show may, us. when we watched them in the Super Bowl against the Bucks, I, I think you mentioned this earlier in the show. The Bucks, obviously the Bills, the Titans, the and the Broncos. I'll year. say my Broncos. <laughs> my Broncos. But the recipe is... When you look at Mahomes and what he's looked like in these losses, look at the completion percentage. Look at the touchdowns to interception ratio. Like, that's two touchdowns to, what, seven seven interceptions? Like, Mahomes, they get in in the sacks. You get after the quarterback. So, when I look at the Baltimore Ravens, hmm, what do they do well? What, they lead the league in sacks? Uh-oh. Yep. Uh, so they can get after your quarterback. And do they turn you over? They get intercepted. No, they yeah. turn you over they as well. That was, so, go ahead. I'm sorry. So when, when I look at how you do eventually get to blowing them out, that's the recipe for success. you got to be able to pressure the quarterback and get him off his spot and get him to the ground. And he rattle him to where he's throwing you turnovers. And then you beat them. Yeah, okay. So, the, so just so the audience understands, those four games were not like – you know, Greg picked his four favorite blowouts of the Mahomes career. He was able to pick <laughs> every single <laughs> one of them of his 112-game career. It so here's the thing. Off. They don't get blown out. The, the one time it has happened in the last 50 games, they turned the ball over as a team five That's, times. Yep. It, so there were two picks. There were three fumbles. Turned it over to the team five times. Against a team they'd beaten 16 times in a row when the Chiefs were on a six-game winning streak. And I think maybe they didn't have their full attention. Here, Mahomes is the hardest player in the league to blow out. We can show it to you. The other great quarterbacks tap into him four times, so the least of the other great quarterbacks in more games. How does it compare historically to my Mount Rushmore of quarterbacks? So this is not for those guys' careers. It's through 112 starts. So he's the hardest player to blow out in league history, regular season or postseason. He gets better in the postseason. So... The I, there, the one time he was blown out in his 16-game postseason career was a game where, and it, it, it happened, but there, the context of it is f- four of his five offensive linemen were gone. And so there was a context going into the game of how it could happen. I understand Joe Tooney is probably not going to play this week, but it's not four of the five. But, like, the thing, but as you know, the tackles have been a problem. Tooney's a guard who well, could He's the only first-team All-Pro on the team. Right, and you're going against a great pass rush. Yeah. So Greg, Greg hit it on the head. That was great. The recipe is there. And this is a, the reason Mahomes – obviously you guys know this. The reason he has, doesn't get blown out is because he can score so much. Mm-hmm. So if you beat him, you got to score a lot too. I don't think – again, they have looked better in the playoffs, the offense, but – this is just a fact. It's an explanation, not an excuse. Though Miami's defense, is, Miami's defense, healthy, couldn't hold a candle to Baltimore's. Buffalo's healthy wasn't as good as Baltimore's, but they were beat up and had a lot of injuries. I'm not saying he wouldn't have played well against them otherwise, but that is something you have to look yeah, at. Yeah, and I just want to be clear because I don't want you to think that I believe that they're going to get blown. You're out. saying there's a recipe. There, there's a recipe that is out there, but, and if you, if you're Baltimore, you feel like. I can I but, can use those ingredients. So I guess my question would be this: How many how many points do the Ravens have to score for a blowout to even be possible? Because I know Brew thinks the Chiefs' defense played terribly yeah. or poorly last week. I don't want to put words in your mouth. They scored twenty four. Like they got they, run the, on right, and Buffalo scored twenty four. The Chiefs have allowed thirty once in their last thirty five games. It was yeah. the Super Bowl. Got to be like a special so, teams, right? And so, I don't. I didn't think the defense played poorly either. My point is, if all season long. Teams playing the Chiefs have maxed out at 28 points, and they've obviously averaged the second fewest points of anybody. So just assign Baltimore 27. Call it, assign them 28. So I understand what you're that you would then think they're going to win, but you guys, anybody really thinks the Chiefs are going to score fewer than 17 points Could, in a playoff game? So 27-17 wouldn't be a blowout technically. I, I mean, I, the, I mean, we did everything by 14 yeah, points, but all the graphics, whatever it is. But I mean, I just. I don't buy it. Did you think the Ravens were going to blow out the 49ers? I thought, listen, man, I thought it was on the board that Purdy melt down, and he did. 
Yeah, I mean, the, the Ravens had a bad game. The Ra- had a, okay. every, every bad game in the meltdown. Sometimes you okay, just that, that's fine. I, the, <laughs> did did the, Mahomes melt down against the Raiders? Or was that just a bad game? No, that was a meltdown. No. He had a meltdown. No. Had meltdown back-to-back is when it's too six, big for six. you. Stage is too big for you. I, I can't handle it. Next year's next. That's a meltdown. That's the Sometimes you just have a bad game. I don't know that that's true. You know that, Greg. Live from New York, it's the show that is still waiting for someone to hire Bill Belichick. What is going on? Nobody's getting hired. What is Harbaugh, Vrabel, nobody's getting hired. It's kind of weird. Yeah, maybe Doc Rivers could drop. Yeah. Second hour, first things first today. Are the Chiefs closing in on a dynasty? We'll find out in a few short minutes. And also, new drama in Dallas. Craziness. Yeah, I don't know. I buy it. Yeah. I think it's, it's a, a problem. It's madness. A strong, yeah. Don't, don't, don't you be checking my mom's Facebook wilds. You talk a lot of trash on me. <laughs> <laughs> Last night, ensconced in the Buffalo suite where Jason Kelsey took a shirt off, a select group of students, academics, and someone who gets Chipotle every day, fought and toiled and burnt the midnight oil to make the best segment in all of sports media. It's an honor and a privilege. It's time for a moderately short, abridged, yes. succinct Nick's Tears. Yes, but unlike, you know, the first cousin of the tears, the herd hierarchy, mm-hmm. we're not going to abandon it just because we would finally have to have the Chiefs ahead of the Bills and just scotch the entire segment and claim it's because there's only four teams left. I saw you do it, Colin. I was very disappointed. <laughs> well, the committee met. The committee ranked these four teams, and then we had a little extra bonus at oh. the end. Bottom of the tier, same old Niners. That is the Niners. Do you have a healthy quarterback? Guess what? You make the NFC Championship game. That's how it's worked with Kyle Shanahan when they've had a healthy quarterback. And and if in the NFC Championship game you can manage to not have to throw the football, you can make the Super Bowl. But at some point, no matter how good the Rock is, the one year they did was the year, of course, Jimmy threw the ball eight times. They won by 17 points. Maybe that can be the game plan against the Lions, but usually at some point your quarterback in this round or the next is going to have to make a play. That's why they don't have any jewelry to go along with them, but maybe Bruce right? They're not the same old Niners, and maybe Brock Purdy can continue his awesome season as a less-than-awesome player with an awesome Super Bowl. We shall see. Underrated and under-discussed, the Lions. We are guilty of it, under-discussing this team. We are not now the we of the committee, not guilty of underrating the Lions. We did a little research. In Week 7, they were Tier 2. They were, they were Tier 3 in Week 11. They were called scary in real life. They were called Final Four upside. They were even called Super Bowl contenders. But despite all of that, the Lions seem to be a team that has been considered cute and cuddly, a good story, but not a real championship contender, despite the fact that they started the season going into a team stadium that a lot of very smart people thought was going to win every single game of the year, <laughs> and they beat them. I mean, probably the best team. What? 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 I mean, they listen, they're probably the best team, guys. There's not really an argument against it. They had the best record. They have the league MVP. They have an excellent offense. They have an excellent defense. They have an excellent head coach. They, no, they, right. My take from this. It's, and guess what, Drew? There are members of the committee, no matter what I tell them, that think you're the smartest guy on the show. I don't know what they're watching, but they they like a lot of your takes. (laughs) And they remind me of another team that checked all those boxes. The best record, the, you know, uh, arguable MVP candidate. In fact, they also wore purple. And that was, we got across sports a couple decades ago, but the 2002 60-plus win Sacramento Kings. And you know, of course, who they ran into, the 0-2 Lakers. uh, That was going to try to get their third championship. Trying to cement the dynasty. They were the three seed after being the one seed so often. Mm. They had to go on the road. For the, and, and their best, their toughest series was, of course, their conference finals. Some people even make officiating hijinks accusations. But at the end of the day, what happened was they had Shaq, Kobe, and Phil. So at the end of the day, you have Mahomes, Kelsey, and Reed. That is the conference championship <laughs> tiers, Greg Jennings. Wow. I, I absolutely want to vomit. Look oh, at those ooh, teams. look at Greg. That, that is terrible. Beef on that side. Why is it terrible? Because, number one, we see the Chiefs. Like, this is all messed up. Like, if I were to rank these tiers, I would definitely have the Chiefs down lower. And so that's where I'm going to focus. I'm going to focus on the Chiefs because I believe the Ravens, as well as the San Francisco 49ers, should be atop 
of the Kansas well, City like Chiefs. The so for me, when I look at these teams, it's not the standard. Oh, yeah, it sounds like I would have the one seeds up yeah, at the does. top. What it sounds like is a resume and who has the best resume. This isn't LinkedIn. I mean, that's basically <laughs> what the Kansas City Chiefs are when you're talking about the Lakers and all that. Yeah. So for me, when I look at these season comparisons, you look at these teams because we understand it's not the ranking. So let's just look at the seasons, including the playoffs. Look at the points per game. This wow. is a, These are real numbers. Wow. These two teams, the Ravens and the 49ers, produce points. That is something that I know you know you have to do in order to win games. We'll see if the Chiefs can do yeah, it this we'll weekend. Yeah. Passing touchdowns to interceptions. 31 is, is that? Wait. It's a good does graphic. Patrick, does, Patrick Mahomes, graphic does Patrick Mahomes play for the Chiefs? Uh -oh. Because he wow. 17 interceptions, and then when you look to the right, you got seven with with uh, obviously Lamar and Purdy, passer rating. Mahomes, what I'm trying to tell you is the Chiefs are last in both of these, all these categories. So how in the world are we just trying to take all of what we know the Chiefs were and just mask and bandage and put all this stuff up as if, oh, they're back. I mean, I'll tell you. They're, they're, they're not this back. The, those were regular season numbers. Yeah. These are the playoff uh, tiers. They were regular season and, and playoff. Okay, well, that, well, then that's very odd because in the postseason, it's the playoff tiers. If the Ravens and Niners offenses are so awesome, how come the Chiefs have scored 53 points this postseason and the, they're in the 30s? Oh, they, tell me oh, why. What, tell well, me they, why. They, exactly. they played a couple teams with the Ravens. They only played one game. No, well, it's actually because the Ravens two. and Niners <laughs> have only played one game each. It wasn't right. because of the defenders. It was because of the extra game. But go ahead. I would like to see Greg's graphic again. Oh, I don't think that's how T. Can I, I see know, that graphic I again? Dusty! Yep. All right. The Niners, those are some high numbers, Wild. Yeah, Points like per game, 29 essentially. Second, 34 to 12 TD interception. Look at the passer rating, Why number one. Rating on there, Greg? Who, who, who is the quarterback for that team? Brock Purdy? He's wow. a good, he's a oh, good yeah. quarterback. Oh, okay. Thank you, Greg. That's all I've been wanting to hear. He's I'm a seven. good quarterback. <laughs> you and he's I agree. He's a very good quarterback. <laughs> oh, uh, here we go. I, I like – I'm with Greg. They should be Baltimore, San Francisco, Kansas City, Wild. Detroit. Go get and these I, guys in no, USA It's today. not the standings. That's, it's Detroit. That is the what, this, what was Detroit's right? It was the same as Kansas City. Yeah. So I'm putting Kansas City ahead of Detroit. Right. And they beat Kansas City. Right, right. So it's not the standings and all that. It sounds like a power ranking. Yeah, I mean. Th those are my power rankings. Okay, well, that's how they should look. Same but look. Here's the – I like to give the audience something. San Francisco should not be on the bottom. That is ridiculous. And I like to give people something they can't get elsewhere. Oh, good. They could dig. If they really want to go through the All-22 and really get gritty with it, I they could. But I dug for this. Didn't even get it from Josh or Dusty. Well, then everybody's saying – right, Everybody's saying without, <laughs> without Debo. The Niners offense is dead, especially Brock Purdy. What in the world can he do without Debo? Because Debo's, what, 50-50 still? Four games. Now, they lost two games without Debo this year. Mm -hmm. But guess who else was out? Trent Williams, yeah. the all-pro left tackle. Yeah. And guess who was banged up? Christian McCaffrey. Yeah. Brock Purdy has played four games in the last two years without Debo, but with Trent Williams, who ah. will be playing this weekend. And he's 4-0. Greg, points per game is even better than your is graphic. Is this all last 29, year? No, no, three games last year and one this oh, year. okay. Because I'm counting the Detroit game. Gotcha. I mean, I'm sorry, the last last week game as without Debo. 4-0 because he, he was out early. He was out most of the game. Yeah, he was out most of the game. This is why Josh and Dusty wouldn't 4-0, 29.7 points a game, Wilds. And two of the teams they beat, Seattle and last week, playoff teams. So they gonna be fine even if Debo so, can't so go. Just, Cause Purdy so and McCaffrey and Kittle and Ayuk and I, Trent if, Williams. If I'm understanding that correctly, it. last year Brock Purdy played well without Debo. This year in the two games without him, he played poorly and they lost. And no, this you year, need Trent Williams. You know, yeah, Williams. Because yeah. the offensive line got is it. not got highly and this, ranked. And this week, it's the he worst went out offensive line of the team. Okay, got still it. Playing. Okay, dynasty. Especially time. without Trent Williams. Again, we're gonna restart it. Last night ensconced. And honestly, the same Buffalo suite, but this time Travis Kelsey had his shirt on. <laughs> a select group of students, academic, academics, and people that are getting Chipotle on Friday. <laughs> Fought and toiled and burnt the midnight oil, even later, to make the best historical segment in all of sports media. Again, 
It's an honor and a privilege. It's time for Dynasty Tears. Dynasty mm. Tears. Now, it's there's really only I'm been a select it. few dynasties, so everyone listed on this is not a full-blown dynasty. Mm. They're at the bottom. They, like, could have been or close to dynasty adjacent. Tier 5, we don't need fancy names. The Raiders of the 70s into the 80s, Washington in the in the 80s, couple Giants teams, and then the Bills. We will show you their resumes. These the teams didn't quite get the there. Giants the Giants are No, I I just said dynasty adjacent guys. These are all the Bills teams that have multiple championships in uh, in a short period of time. Or in the Bills' case, they of course the only team to ever go to four straight Super Bowls. There's the resume. They're not dynasties. Okay, I understand I that. Confused. I, I I got it, buddy. I said it at the beginning. You were too busy worrying about this. We're not it's all I'm hoping it gets tier four. Four times on the graphic. Okay, tier four. Again, there's obviously not 15 dynasties wild. Tier four. All of these teams, except for the Cowboys of the 70s, won back to back. But it was a very short period of time. Green Bay kind of stinks for them because they were great pre-Super Bowl. The Cowboys were a longer period of time in the 70s. If they had won one more of the two Super Bowls they lost, they are a full-blown dynasty. Unfortunately, they could not. Now we get to the six actual dynasties that Got have it. existed. The 92 to 95 Cowboys, the 01 to 04 Patriots, and the Chiefs of right now. And that's pending this weekend. And so we can show you their resumes. Of course, the Cowboys, three titles, three appearances, four conference championship games. The Patriots, three, three, and three. The Chiefs currently two, three, and five. Because again, it starts the year they won the Super Bowl. And now the cream of the crop, the best three. The Patriots over an eight-year stretch and the Niners over a nine-year stretch. What did they do? The Patriots. Won three rings, went to five Super Bowls, and were in the conference championship game every year. The Niners weren't as excellent every season as that Patriots, but they won more. They obviously they went to they went to one fewer Super Bowl, but won it. And then at the very top, the Steel Curtain. Four rings in six years, four Super Bowl appearances, five conference championship game appearances, the greatest dynasty in NFL history. So the question I have for the table is this, Brew, because I think we might agree. Let's just say the Chiefs win the next two games. Where would you have them Boy. on the true dynasties? Okay, well, I will, I will say this. Let me give this caveat. I personally put New England, and I know Wiles does as Thank well. You. I put New England all together. Thank you. Just like I do with the Spurs. The, do you put the, the, do you divide the Duncan era? I, I think the Spurs is 99 to 07 with another ring on the back end. Oh, really? Yeah, that's how I look at it. Okay, I look at so the Duncan era as a dynasty. I like that. You yeah. know, but, but, I, but I put New England together. So I think New England's the greatest. I think the Steel Curtain is second, and I would have the Chiefs third. In your situation, I, if you take if you split up the, the uh, Patriots, yeah. then I'm probably putting the Steelers obviously first, and then the Chiefs would be right there behind them. Okay. Yeah, but, the Chiefs have to move up. That's here. I mean, that would be three. It would Super be three Bowl Super Bowl appearances. Four appearances, and it would be six, yeah, conference, six championships. conference championships. Yeah. They would be. So you would be okay with them being above the? Would they be above the Niners of the '80s, who have the four rings? But because it's it spread so over a, yeah. a and they missed yes. period of time. One of those yes. years. Yeah. So I, I would put I, them above. I would as well. I think, and I understand what you guys are saying. My problem for the Patriots, Wilds, and I ask you I this as a Patriots fan, from 05 to 13. Wait, can you, in the midst of a dynasty, go nine seasons without winning a championship? I would argue. I think I because it. I think it's because the principles are the same. It's still Brady and Belichick. Yeah. Like that for me is why. I feel like. I feel like the dynasty is like a baton that needs to be handed. Remember when I thought we had our gap year? We actually handed the baton to you guys, and I I came along with it. They, 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 they the took the baton. <laughs> well, took it. Well, it wasn't comfy and cozy and pretty. You know what you should do? Have a, a little Brady graphic there and have Br Brady as the dynasty and throw in the Bucks Super Bowl. That's not a dynasty. <laughs> the frustration around the end of the Cowboys season has bubbled over in social media with family members of CeeDee Lamb, Micah Parsons, and Dak Prescott all expressing different degrees of angst with their brief playoff run. Is this Cowboys social media, Nick, this drama, something or nothing? It's 100% something. It's, it's also oddly one of the reasons why they should have fired Mike McCarthy. Oh. 
because it would have been you fair or not you would have had a scapegoat you would have had a narrative change you said you know what we're going to be better because right. things are going to be different because it was all on him even if it wasn't instead it's like we're going to run it back and hope things are different and that's when when things aren't going great or when you've had that type of devastation you've got it you know there's going to be something there and i am here to tell you i've said it before i will say it again I won't say her social media handle on the air, but you guys all have it. If my wife ever tweets something scathing about one of you two, I feel that way. I'm just letting you know. Like, the idea, unless it is like, you know what I mean, a brother you haven't talked to in years or something. It's true. But, if, right. you know, if an hour after today's show, my wife tweets, I cannot stand when Greg's on the show. Guess what? Greg and I ain't cool anymore. And so I just can operate from my eyes. When it is your close family... Right. Talking bad about someone that they know you work with publicly, I just assume that they are echoing how you feel. Yeah. So I think, and whether it's right or wrong, I bet that that's how Dak feels. So it's something. Well, look, there's more than we even show. So, so Dak's brother Correct. wished that Dak would leave the Cowboys. Okay, this is all within the last week. Um, Micah's brother, Terrence, mm -hmm. criticized Dak. Criticized the fans for the Cowboys, called them clueless, and criticized the coaching and their play calling, the coach's play calling. And then C.D. Lamb's mom wished that Dak was traded or, or wished C.D. was traded or once Dak shipped out. So it, it's all of this. And look, Micah came out with a statement. Now, maybe Micah, he addressed the whole team, said basically – I ride with my guys. I believe in us, blah, blah, blah. And maybe he did that because his brother criticized like so many people. I would have liked to have seen him mention Dak. Dak's my quarterback. This is who I'm riding with. But, but I'll give him a little leeway on that because his brother went off on everybody. Um, and then I need to hear from C.D. Lamb. Like you said, I mean, if, if when CD goes home or when he's on the phone, you're talking to your wife, you're talking to your girlfriend, you're talking to your brothers, your mom. Man, I can't believe he ain't getting me the ball, whatever. If your mom comes out and tweets that, CD needs to come out, distance himself from it, say, I love my mother, but she doesn't speak for me. I believe in that. You know, obvious, though. No, it's not obvious. I have obvious. to say, like, hey, I don't, I'm my own person. I'm obviously – I just I'm Like I'm Nick a, said it, right. Absurd. Like, we – I, so I feel like think it's to the heat not, of the moment during a game is different. For, I, maybe this is a weird thing. I think if any of this was said during a game – when, like, the players are on the field, they're watching it. I think that's... That's what happened to me. I, and I think that's easy to just... I forgot that. that I wasn't yep. even why I said it. I think it's easy to distance yourself from. It's like, hey, that was... Tempers were running hot. It was passionate right, in I the moment. Not a week. But go ahead. Sir. Yeah, so that's what happened to me. My sister texted in, during the game. I had no idea. But it did make it awkward and uncomfortable for me to go to now Aaron and be like, dude, I don't... That's not... I don't feel like that. Obviously, he knows that because we were playing the game. But this is a deal. This is a big deal. And I'm going to tell you why it's a big deal. And I'll, I'll point at the C.D. Lamb one. And I, I, I'm not going to even touch on Micah and his brother talking about the money part of it because right. that's even bigger because Micah, he knows, oh, Micah has to get paid. Obviously, C.D. Lamb has to get paid. So there's a decision that Jerry Jones is going to have to make. But with, with the C.D. Lamb one, that because of what we saw on the field, right. one could put connect the dots of, CeeDee Lamb felt the same way everybody in the media was talking about Dak. That's going not fair, into the, though, Greg. I, look, when you look at that tape, when, and, and being in the situation, there's no way you, you, his mom says and makes those types of statements, and there's no sense or no feeling whatsoever with what we saw, the optics just are bad. He immediately was upset on, on, off the first drive. That's the right. first there drive. Was something odd. So there was like there, you had to be going right. into that game with the narrative of you bet not mess this up. Not that he said it, but why not was he that. even thinking it at that? point? I don't know. That's the part that we don't understand. He's having a, he's having the right. best year of his career like in the middle of an unbelievable run. But it also felt to me like the broadcast knew something was going yeah. on because well, the very first play that. they were like something weird yep. is going on here. But Wilds. I'm, I'm very surprised you don't think this is a big deal. Who are the biggest fans of First Things First? The, oh, my, fam my family. Your, my immediate yes. family. Yes. Not yet. Your parents. Yeah, they they haven't missed a show. They, all the shows, they, and I, when I see them, all I do is talk about you guys. Well, <laughs> it's <not that> annoying. <laughs> and they, they give me your takes. Right. I heard that before. Right. And so I, I guess the, the reason that's why I thought you would think this was a big thing. No. Because if your parents... 
were actively like, man, something's wrong with that show today, it would mean something. Yeah, something has to give, and I'll say this really, really uh, quickly. When they play again, and if they're all in the same locker room, you know what happens after the game? Family comes into the rooms, and they're all going to have to see each other. That's going to be uncomfortable. And it starts with the players having to wash, like, iron things out in the locker room first, and then family members, that's, that's a whole other ballgame. I go Jay-Z style. If it's not directed directly at me, I don't respect it. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, bud list coming up tomorrow. Anyone on the bubble bud list? Not yet? No, I, I, I know my three. Oh, already. Medal's time. End of the first quarter. Clippers, Lakers. Russell Westbrook loses his shoe and just tosses it aside and then hits a jump shot. Clippers win. Lake show one game under 500. Not enough for a medal. Bronze medal. SGA 33 6 and 10. And if we ever do all-star game, United States versus the world, we get the Canadians. We respect <laughs> SGA, you're with us. We better. Silver, Dylan Brooks not good. Silver, Kawhi, 25-11-10, which means Kawhi got his first triple-double in, I think, four years. And I think it's the second of his career, oddly. But Kawhi Leonard, they, listen, the one thing the Clippers do is whoop the Lakers in the regular season. Yep. That is undeniable. Gold medal. The Joker, 31-13-10. I think this is his second triple-double probably this week. Oh, I looked, but I would imagine it happened, it happened Sunday. There's the medal stand from last night in the association. Okay, the big news, of course, is that Doc Rivers, new coach of the second-place Bucks, he actually had been consulting with former coach Adrian Griffin, which is interesting. <laughs> Bucks' defense has fallen off this season, Brew, be it scheme or personnel, defensive rating, opponent field goal percentage, and defensive rebound percentage all down significantly. What is your reaction to Doc's hiring? I don't love it. Um, I, I, don't, I think Doc's shown in the last two stops, Philadelphia and the Clippers, he's not a difference maker. All right? And, and like, they're bringing him in to make a difference. They were 30 and 13. They're bringing him in to win the championship, at the very least, get to the finals. And Doc was brought in to L.A. to get to the – just to the conference finals, mm-hmm. get past the second round, which they had gotten to the second round with the previous coach, and he doesn't get them there in seven years. Had a ton of talent, two Hall of Famers. And then Philadelphia, Joel Embiid, yeah. James Harden, Hall of Famers, doesn't get them past the second round in three years. So – I just, I mean, listen, I mean, bully for Doc, I suppose. He just gets the greatest jobs every single time. I mean, the that, that 08 Celtics championship <laughs> has created a lot of podcasts, has created a lot of coaching careers, a lot, man, a lot of write-off. You have to keep getting-